Hi, I'm Rumbi, and I'm just a normal Christian girl doing what she loves to do, and that's speaking about Jesus. Welcome to my podcast. A space where we motivate, encourage, and help each other walk boldly in our journeys with God. Each week, we discuss lessons from the Bible, relevant topics, and much more. So grab your Bible, bring your coffee and pens, and let's dive straight into today's episode. I'm your host, Rumbi Tsachimisa, and welcome to Just a Normal Christian Girl Podcast. Hey guys, welcome to the Just a Normal Christian Girl Podcast. I'm Rumbi, and I'm just a normal Christian girl doing what she loves to do, and that's speaking about Jesus. I am so happy, super pumped up, super excited that we get to dive into and learn more about the Word of God together. In the last episode, I shared with you guys a lesson I learned this year about being in a season of disappointment. And in today's episode, I wanted to share with you guys a similar lesson I learned this year. And this is actually a lesson I learned quite recently. And so I'm still trying to apply it in my life and it's still a work in progress. But I do still want to share it with all of you. But before we get into that, just a friendly reminder from your fellow sister in Christ that no matter how many promises God has made, they are yes in Christ. And that is actually scripture 2 Corinthians 1 verse 20. When I was young, I used to do this thing where if I learned something or heard a really good quote, I would write it down. So I would be like, dear future and be and leave myself a little cute message. And so the other day I was reading through a few Dear Future Rumbi messages that I left for myself and one of them really stood out to me. Now I wish I wrote this quote myself but this is actually a quote by Raymond Edmund and it says, Never doubt in the dark what God told you in the light. Never doubt in the dark what God told you in the light. Maybe God has given you a promise, whether it's a personal promise or promise God made in the Bible, he will fulfill that promise. All God's promises are yes and amen in Christ. Sometimes we go through certain seasons and circumstances that cause us to doubt God's promises over our life because we're like, oh man, oh boy, If I'm going through this right now, this is how my circumstances look right now. How can God surely fulfill his promise? Sometimes we doubt God's promises because initially in the beginning, we thought that he would have fulfilled that promise already. And so in our minds and through our perspective, God is taking a long time to fulfill that promise. Guys, there are many things in this world and in this life that will cause us to doubt God's promises. But we need to understand that God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Hebrews 13 verse 8. We need to understand that God will not and cannot lie. Numbers 23 verse 19 says, God is not human that he should lie not a human being, that he should change his mind. 
Does he speak and then not act? Does he promise and not fulfill? Guys, we need to understand that we serve a faithful God. God is never late. He is never early. When it comes to fulfilling the promises over our lives, when it comes to anything in general, God is never late. God is never early. He is always on time. Yes, our circumstances might change. Yes, our expectations might change. But God's word is constant. And his promises over your life are always true. Whatever God has promised you, it will happen. So if you're going through a rough season, don't doubt God's promises. Never doubt in the dark what God told you in the light. Amen. So guys, let us dive straight into this episode. In the book of Luke chapter 17 verse 32, you'll find the second shortest verse in the Bible. The shortest verse in the Bible is Jesus wept, but today I really wanted to focus on the second shortest verse, and it says, Remember Lot's wife. In this part of Luke chapter 17, Jesus is responding to the Pharisees about the kingdom of God, and in his response he says, Remember Lot's wife. Now, there are many women in the Bible who do amazing things, and the Bible goes into depth about those stories, but Jesus doesn't mention them here. Instead, he tells us to remember Lot's wife, so this must be pretty significant, right? And so, in order for us to remember Lot's wife, like he said, we need to go all the way to the Old Testament. Now, one of the things I love about the Bible is that we get the opportunity to read about other people's stories, but also learn from them and hopefully not repeat the same mistakes they make. I think a lot of us know this famous quote, those who do not learn from history are doomed to repeat it. So when Jesus says, remember Lot's wife, I think it's very important that we take a close look at this character and learn something from our story. So we are going all the way to Genesis chapter 19 and this is a story of Sodom and Gomorrah. Now I'm not gonna lie to you guys, I didn't know the story until I actually learned the lesson and studied it. So I'm going to give you a detailed summary of what happened here. So, Sodom and Gomorrah were cities filled with wicked people who sinned against God, and so God wanted to destroy the cities. In chapter 18 of Genesis, the previous chapter, we find Abraham speaking to God, and he asks God to spare the cities if he finds 50 righteous people in the city of Sodom. Then, After a while, he asks God to spare the cities if he finds 45 righteous people. After negotiating with God, God decides that if Abraham finds 10 righteous people in the city, he will not destroy it. So now we find ourselves in chapter 19. And in the beginning of chapter 19, two angels enter Sodom to destroy it. So... 
obviously guys i think it's a fair assumption to make and it's right to assume that abraham did not find the 10 righteous people so abraham's nephew lot was sitting in the gateway of sodom and he sees these two men which just happen to be angels and offers them a place to stay even when they refuse he urges them to go with them so at Lot's place he gives him food and treats him well but after some time men and if we read verse 4 chapter 19 it tells us that both young and old the whole population surrounded the house and demanded that Lot bring out the men who just entered the house again who were angels because they wanted to lack for better word sleep with them now I want to read to you guys um, verses 9 to 11 and it says they put pressure on Lot and came up to break down the door. But the angels reached out, brought Lot into the house with them and shut the door. They struck the men who were at the entrance of the house, both young and old with blindness, so that they were unable to find the entrance. So after all this takes place, the angels begin to warn Lot to take him and his family out of the city because they are about to destroy it. And okay, this is the very important part. In verse 17, the angels give Lot this command. Run for your lives. Don't look back and don't stop anywhere on the plane. Run to the mountains or you will be swept away. So after negotiating with the angels a bit, Lot, his two daughters and his wife begin to flee from the city. Now remember the angels told them to not look back. This was a very important and clear instruction. As the Lord begins to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah, in verse 26, something happens. It says, But Lot's wife looked back and became a pillar of salt. Now, I think it's so easy for us to look at the story and be like, Come on, such an easy instruction, right? Just don't look back. But I can imagine how hard it must have been for Lot's wife. I mean, think about it, guys. She built a life in that city. Yes, the city was sinful and filled with bad people, but she might have had friends there. Things she loved about that city that she had to leave behind all of a sudden. So it must have been hard for her. So she looked back. But it wasn't just looking back. It wasn't just a simple action of looking at something. It showed where her heart was at. And some people believe that she lingered back. Maybe she doubted her faith in God. Maybe she thought that her past, what she had to leave behind, her life in that city, was better than the life and plan God had for her in the future. Guys, out of all the people in that city, God chose to spare Lot and his family. But instead of focusing on God and the plan he had for her and her family, Lot's wife chose to focus on the cost, what she had to leave behind for God's plan. 
And I feel like so many of us find ourselves having the same mindset and being in the same position as Lot's wife. Instead of moving forward in faith towards the plan God has for each and every one of us, Jeremiah 29 verse 11 plans to prosper us, not to harm us, plans to give us a hope and a future. Instead of keeping our eyes on Jesus, we choose to focus and put our attention into our past, into what we had, into what could have been, into what we lost. Instead of moving forward in faith, we choose to look back. I think a lot of us have bought into this lie from the enemy that our best days are behind us, that our best days are in the past, that our past, what we had, what we lost, is so much better than the plan and future God has for us. But let me remind you, just a friendly reminder from your fellow sister in Christ, that our best days are ahead of us. I know I just read this verse, but I feel like we can never get too tired of it. And it's Jeremiah 29 verse 11. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you, not to harm you. Plans to give you a hope and a future. Philippians 3 verse 13 to 14. Brothers and sisters, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it, but one thing I do, forgetting what is behind and straining towards what is ahead. I press on towards the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. Forgetting what is behind and straining towards what is ahead. I press on towards the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. We need to learn to stop looking back. Stop looking back at our past. I told you guys I was going to share with you a lesson I learned this year. And this is the lesson learning to not look back and walk forward in faith and as the scripture i just read said forgetting what is behind straining towards what is ahead and guys honestly it's still a work in progress it's so easy to want to look back and dwell in your past and what you went through instead of moving forward in faith and trusting that god has so much so much more in store for you because he really does i want to read to you guys a few quotes i was kind of fangirling over and the first one says if you don't leave your past in the past it will destroy your future live for what today has to offer not what yesterday has taken away these next two quotes are shorties but goodies and the next one says leave the past where it is behind you the last one says the past is gone don't live with it don't look back guys move forward in faith don't dwell on past mistakes we need to learn to stop bringing up people's past sins and forgive I want to read to you guys two Bible verses, and the first one is Ephesians 4 verse 32. Be kind and compassionate to one another. Forgive each other, just as Christ God forgave you. Colossians 3 verse 13. 
Bear with each other and forgive one another. If any of you has a grievance against someone, forgive as the Lord forgave you. Forgiving others, especially those who have really hurt you, is hard. And so pray and ask God to help you forgive the person. Guys, we need to learn to not look back what other people did to us in the past, stop holding on to what they did to us in the past, and forgive. Forgive and forget. So I encourage you to show kindness and compassion to others, but also show kindness and compassion to yourself. Stop looking back at other people's past mistakes and stop looking back at your own mistakes. Know and understand that God doesn't bring up your past sins. Hebrews 8 verse 12 For I will forgive their wickedness and remember their sins no more. Hebrews 10 verse 17 Their sins are lawless acts, I will remember no more. God has forgiven you. God doesn't hold a grudge against you. He doesn't want you to hold a grudge against yourself. God will not recall your past sins. So why should you? God has forgiven you. So forgive others and forgive yourself. So guys, my prayer for all of us is that as we enter 2022, Let's not look back at what we went through in 2021. Let's not look back at what we lost in 2020. Let's not look back. But rather, let's move forward in faith, keeping our eyes on Jesus towards the prize, towards the purpose and the plan he has for each and every one of us. So guys, that is a little lesson I wanted to share with you. I hope you learned something and I hope this episode did help you. I hope you guys are enjoying your Christmas holiday break and getting to spend some time with the people you love and the people who are close to your heart. I hope during this holiday season you are getting the opportunity to spend more time with God and in the Word. But as always guys, remember and never forget... Jesus loves you. Peace.